Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Sport on. Flashback Fridays, 6 to 7 p.m. Only on SAFM. Okay, we are going to go over to Lofter shortly. We're just trying to connect that just to see. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing visuals. There is a team on the field. Uh, I'm not sure which team it is. I just can't see here because Odwa, is it Odwa Akonandungani? You see now, even I'm confused. But, but, but his hair is all over the TV screen here, so I can't see which team because he's got dreadlocks, but I can't see which team is on the field. But, but I'm sure the box have made it on time, though, because the police tried to clear the traffic and tried um, to make sure that they get to Loftus for the game, which is supposed to kick off at 7. There was Curry Cup action also this afternoon, by the way. The only match of the weekend, it was between the Pumas and uh, Grecos in Mbombela, and the Pumas have won that by 26 points to 22. And tomorrow, the British and Irish Lions will kick off their tour to South Africa with a match against the, what are they called now for this match? The um, Sigma Lions, I think that I think that they got that partnership just for this match for the British and Irish Lions. So the Lions up against the Lions at Emirates Airline Park, formerly known as Ellis Park, uh, tomorrow. So lots of rugby to look forward to this weekend. So let's go over to Loftus quickly. Kanyiso uh, Chwaku, the Sport 24 reporter, joins us on the line. Good evening, young man. Thanks for speaking to us tonight on SAFM. Uh, good evening, Tabitha. Good evening, listeners. Normally, I would ask you, how is the mood? Because the crowd would be buzzing, having arrived hours earlier at Loftus. I know they, 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 they come way in time. There was Bryce and there are beers there. But there is no crowd, can you? So, but is there still a vibe, though, for the journalists or some excitement, at least, that you guys are covering the box again? Well, um, there is excitement of covering the chess match again. Uh, it, is, it is quite a weird atmosphere. We're having quiet conversations um, about everything and everything and anything. Uh, remember that we, we had to be here at about 2 p.m. so that we'll actually get um, our antigen test um, to test if we're positive for COVID or not. And then it thinks that looks like everyone was at the test has, uh, who tested um, prior to the game has actually come off negative because then from that particular test, we're able to get our um, we able to get our accreditation to actually access the stadium. So look, at, I would say it's, it's a weird experience. I've covered a fair number of games now um, in these situations. I've covered a Fafana game. I've covered a number of CAF Champions League games. Um, I've covered test, cricket test matches and ODIs, anti 20s um, So it, it, it's nothing new now. It's nothing new. It's something that it, it, it initially was the new normal. Mm. It is now the normal. It's nothing new, um, especially now with the third wave. It doesn't look like a left and, and, slow, and, and the slow vaccine rollout. It doesn't look like we're going to have crowds anytime soon. So this is the reality that we're living in. Okay, so all of you had to do that rapid test before being allowed entry into Loftus? Yes. Okay. And then the box, have they made it on time because they were stuck in traffic this afternoon? Yes, no, they, they have made it on time. As I'm speaking now, I think it looks like it's Villene who is actually having a kicking session with Felix Jones. But they are, I think, a factory players up in Lefaz, they can see from a distance, um, who segment. So the players are already, some of the players are already out of the pitch as they speak, they're warming up. Um, so, again, it, it, it's actually quite weird to say that this is actually going to be Jacques Pinava's first test as Springbok coach, considering the fact that he was appointed last year, early last year, that um, with the view of getting the Springbok 3D4 test matches that should have taken place last year, they didn't. Um, the series has been able to take place. Um, uh, touch wood, the, the, the British and Irish Iron series um, will be able to take place. Remember that this is the Springbok's first test match in exactly 20 months. Um, since they beat England 32-12 um, in the Rugby World Cup Finals. Also, their first home game um, since August 17, 2019, when they beat um, Argentina here by 24.18. So they came back, they've come back to, to the last place where they actually played Test Rugby in South Africa, but they've come back in albeit very different circumstances. 
But I was actually there. That was the match before they went to the World Cup, right? Exactly, yes. Yes, no, I was there at Loftus. But um, could, could Jacques have asked for an easier start than Georgia? Well, we can never know if it's an easy start because we haven't played in more than a year. So we actually don't know what kind of match, uh, test match shape the Springboks are in. Um, one would think that it, it, uh, on, on, on another day it should be an easy test for the Springboks. But look, I mean, we lost all the Springboks in action um, on that November 2nd night. Um, we've seen the players in action for their franchises and their clubs um, locally and overseas. But uh, we haven't seen them in test match action. And it's just match rugby, regardless of who you play against, is a different kettle of fish. So, look, it's going to be interesting to see how this game will turn out. Ideally, the Springboks should win and win comfortably. But I think what will be key in this game is not the, 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 the victory margin to say, but how they actually play and actually um, get into the string of test match rugby things with the bigger test coming, with the bigger test to come um, at the end of the month. Do you expect them to play any differently from the way they won the World Cup? Um, or is Jacques Nineba another Rassia Rasmus? Well, they've worked together, so I think that they won't, that they won't deviate from something that actually worked for them. Um, whether, they will, whether they've been researched or not well by, by Georgia um, will remain to be seen. So it's going to be interesting to see that. Uh, that's why I said that it's going to be interesting to see how they actually um, approach today's game because, I mean, having not played Test Match rugby for so long, I mean, if you look at the European nations, They've had two sets of, 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 of international seasons where they've been able to test out against, against each other, which is why the British and Irish Lions come into this particular tour on, on the back of some reasonable shape. So it's going to be very interesting to see what kind of DNA the Springboks actually have um, in the Arsenal tonight and whether they'll be able to get, get implemented next week, um, implemented in the South Africa A game, and actually see how it will work in the three tests starting on um, July 24th. What do you make of the starting 15 picked by Jacques Nineba for tonight's match? It's a mix of guys that he knows. Um, I mean, he's picked a number of the guys who played in the, um, in the, in the World Cup final. I mean, if Dwayne Fimilin didn't have an injury cloud hanging over in transfer, he would have started ahead of Kwaka Smith. I mean, there's a Jasper visa on the bench. We're expecting, uh, I mean, uh, he, could, he should be coming off for his test debut. Wapele uh, Lefasi is going to make his test debut. There's Orozco Stekman is going to make his test debut. So already there's also um, filling up uh, the depth at wing in particular. So it's going to be interesting to see how those particular players go. But it is uh, what you call a tried and tested squad um, where there are few players because of being close COVID-19 contacts. I was going to ask you about Apelele Farsi at wing. If I remember correctly, you're one of those who tipped him as a future Springbok when we spoke to you on the show a while ago. What do you make of him playing at, at wing, having played at fullback for the Sharks? Um, they call it wings on strings, where if you're a player who plays either wing or fullback, you are expected to be able to be deployed in those particular positions at any given time. So, I mean, look, there is a Vanilla Roo who's experienced and, and, and has actually um, put a mark on the number 15 jersey. I think um, had it not been for COVID last year, um, I suspect that there could have been a proper changing of the guard. There would have been enough matches um, to blood up in the properly um, in that particular fullback position. But um, I think because this is now his first international outing, um, there needs to be a guiding hand at the back, which is why you find that um, Roscoe Stickman may be um, an, an international of novice from a test match perspective, but he's got seven experience, he's got domestic, he's got proper super rugby experience, and he's been around the block, so he may be new to test match rugby, but he's got some form of international rugby experience for back on So that's where now it's going to be very interesting to see how an affiliate first plays. But also, remember that the Villain Rue himself, if you remember, actually made his baby at wing before shifting to fullback. 
So it's nothing new for fullbacks to start catching and then move to their preferred position. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Um, I think if he has a very good thing, remember that the thing was the 14 test matches this year. Um, and because of COVID-19 issues, chances are there will be rest rotation. There will be um, one or two players who may actually take, do not take ill to them, but actually contract the virus. At some point, I think it will get a run in his favorite fullback position. And one needs to remember that when Apele Lefato was at Dale College, he pretty much played in every position um, uh, at school. I remember in the final year in 2017, he actually played more rugby at Flower at 12 than he did at fullback and wing. Okay, finally, what's the general feeling about rugby being, uh, the rugby continuing and being played uh, uh, under level four and the tour of the Lions also going ahead? I mean, look, uh, remember that amateur club rugby has been halted by SRIB, so it's only professional rugby that is taking place. And even then, there are issues with some professional rugby that's taking place. Um, I mean, there have been some curry cup cancellations. I mean, look at um, Southwestern districts, for example. They've had two matches that have been cancelled because of COVID-19 issues. So, I mean, I mean, even to make, to make an example, I think, I mean, the ABC Mosebe playoffs in football have been taking place under level four. So I think there is scope for professional sport um, to continue because I think they're far more likely to adhere to COVID-19 regulations as compared to amateur sport where there, is, there wouldn't be that strict position taking place at those particular fixtures. Okay, great stuff. Can you so Chuaku, enjoy the game. Thank you very much uh, for speaking to us uh, tonight on SAFM. And uh, kickoff is at seven, right? Yes, it is. Okay, thanks, mate. No problem. Sport 24 reporter Kanyiso Chwaku, also an analyst here on SABC Sport, uh, just uh, giving us a preview of what we can expect. I forgot to ask him about the Georgians. Actually, um, Jacques Nenaba did speak about the Georgians. He expects the, the forward to be um, very physical, uh, but surely the box should still get the better of uh, Georgia. They have played once. They they beat them a lot in the World Cup match that they, by a lot in that World Cup, I think it was 46-10 if I, if I remember correctly, in that World Cup match that they played. So it should be a comfortable win for the box but let's see how they play let's see how they play under Jacques uh, Nineba because he will be in charge now for the first time since taking over from Rasia Rasmus we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with uh, Ben Tabiso Musia on SAFM Okay, we're going to Benjani shortly. He just asked us to give us two minutes. He is just uh, leaving class now. Um, he's going to tell us why he was in class. I think it's for his coaching badge, so he'll be on the line in the next two or three minutes. But I did say that uh, um, the Springbok coach, Jacques Nenaba, did speak about Georgia. Let's hear what he had to say. It's also his first match, by the way. Listen, if you look at Georgia, they are they are ranked number 12 in the world for a reason. Uh, obviously, we did some good homework on them. And uh, I think if you look at their performances in the Autumn Nations Cup, 75 minutes uh, against Wales, I think the score were close, you know. So they, they, they are proper side and we will really need to work hard uh, um, uh, to get um, our foothold in, in the game. They're very good at their tight phases, uh, scrums, lineouts, their mauling, good catch. Areas, uh, proud rugby nation. So it's going to be a nice challenge for us for, for our first outing. Okay, and then the other point that um, he responded to uh, Jacques Nenaba was just, well, he was just saying that, um, talking about the squad that is picked for this match against Georgia, they are playing two test matches for against Georgia, and then the A-side will also play against the Lions before the first test against the Lions, and he's telling us that he's basically fine-tuning a squad here. 
this was our best available team that we could select uh, to get a, a desired outcome in, in the game. So we would love to obviously uh, give everybody a chance uh, in the next three games uh, so that you can make a proper informed decision in terms of uh, who, who we will select for that first British and Irish Lions test. But uh, we, we obviously um, would go with a lot of guys that we've coached a long time that has been in our system. And don't forget that the Lions kick start their tour to South Africa tomorrow, as I mentioned, with a match against the Lions. And their captain for this one is Scottish fullback Stuart Hogg. For me, it's a, it's a huge, huge honour. I think, uh, you know, as a kid growing up, you watched all the different Lions DVDs and videos and, and you know, I had the dream of, of representing them one day. But to be given the opportunity to captain the side is... Um, is absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm over the moon. I'm okay, so good luck to everybody that is playing.